What's up, everybody? It's LG Doucette here. Today is Monday, October 11th. It's Thanksgiving in Canada. Happy Thanksgiving to all the Canadians and happy pre-Thanksgiving to all the Americans because it won't be for another like two months or so. This is the first minute of podcast where we talk about marketplace trends, big sales, and everything going on in NBA Top Shot and in NFTs. And what a week it's going to be. We have Run It Back, the highly anticipated set dropping on Top Shot this Thursday as well as Flowfest, which we're right in the middle of, but tomorrow we are kicking off the content series. In fact, we're kicking it off tonight at 7 o'clock Pacific with Blockto, the main wallet that you'll be using on Flow, so check that out. We're going to break it down a little bit more today on the show, give you a preview of what's to come, and just tell you about other things things flow. I want to remind everybody here that nothing on the show constitutes trading advice in any way and that the show is not affiliated with NBA Top Shot, the NBA, or Dapper. Yes, yes, it is. It is. I have to untrain that line. We're doing Flow Fest, and I love basketball and blockchain. This is the first mint. Diving right into it, if you listen to spaces that we did on Friday, we talked all things Run It Back, but honestly, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop talking about it. So we're going to talk about it a little bit more today, and then we're going to get into the specifics of Flowfest and let you know exactly what is going down. So I got to say, overall, everybody who joined us on Spaces on Friday gave us great feedback, great reactions, some great takes on what's coming for Run It Back. I think in that Spaces, we kind of alluded, and you can listen to it. It's the last podcast episode before this one. I think in that spaces, we kind of alluded or assumed that the run of backs currently would tank, mainly because it was announced that a lot of the run of back players who have a moment now might have a new moment from that same year, thus breaking up the actual bottleneck for those players or those team sets. Anyways, that's kind of what we assume, but so far in the last couple of days, the market has not reacted exactly that way. Run it back series one is down only about six and a half percent, according to own the moment, and it's actually some of the, uh, I guess, less popular players in that set who are down heavy, like Mo Williams is down 38% in the last seven days, Dennis Schroeder, 29%, Leandro Barbosa, 28%, Kevin Durant is down 15%, but hey man, that moment's still holding strong at over $23,000, like I think it's like $23,500, and Jimmy Butler from Run It Back is actually up 20%, so not quite the tankathon that we expected. A few other sets kind of dumping over the weekend. Again, this is all according to Own the Moment, including the WNBA run it back, which is, it's not down that much. It's only down about 10% in the last seven days. If you take a close look at the run it back blog, and I didn't, you know, when news drops on Top Shot and I'm tweeting it or whatever, trying to get on spaces, I don't always read every single word, mainly because I'm just like panicked and trying to do things as quickly as possible. If you read that blog about Run It Back, there are actually some really kind of sneaky things that are in there. Two really big things that I want to point out that have been stuck in there. I don't know if they were edited in or if I just missed them the first time around. One is that there will be a second archive set drop. So archive set is the common set of Run It Back, which is totally new. We didn't know that this was going to happen until like literally on Friday, which is in the blog post. But basically, there will be a second drop of archive set. We're going to get archive set this Friday. It's going to be the rebound for people who don't get run it back. There's going to be 90,000 of them. It's also going to be airdropped one pack each for people who held a run it back or rather one pack per run it back moment that you held. But after all of that, there will be another archive set drop. And again, archive set is basically the common of run it back. And it's also going to span both the run it back seasons of 2005, 2006 and 2013. 
2014. Very interesting to see or kind of speculate on when that next drop would be. Is it going to be in a couple months, midway through the season? Is it going to be just a few weeks later? It's really hard to tell. It's something, the plans for those is something that Top Shot might adjust on the fly. Either way, eager to see that. And the second major revelation that's in that blog that I totally didn't realize until like the next day is that there's going to be a legendary set of Run It Back. And it's probably not going to be called Run It Back because now they're clearly splitting up the tiers of the historical sets. I'm going to read you directly what it says in the blog. We plan to save the best place for the rare Run It Back set and always intend for them to be rare collectibles. Please note, we are planning to release legendary historical moments on Top Shot in the future. We're considering several themes here, including legendary sets featuring moments exclusively from the NBA Finals as one example. So that, to me, might be the absolute biggest bombshell from Friday that they are alluding to the fact that they might have like NBA Finals buzzer beaters or legendary blocks or just like championship winning shots or something like that. And that those, well, who knows, they might actually come sometime pretty soon. And what's exciting there is that that presents the possibility for an entire universe of historical moments, which Top Shot has alluded to several times in the past, but that more or less confirms it that we're going to have three tiers of historical moments over time. Shout out to Austin Kent, the content lead for Top Shot, because it's probably going to be his job to choose which of those NBA moments uh, go into the historical legendary set, probably alongside the NBA. So good luck, Austin, on that journey in the next couple months. Overall, I just want to say and preclude this week that I actually think that this, and this might seem really obvious, this run it back drop is probably going to be the biggest drop that we have in Top Shot for a long time. Yes, new Series 3 moments will be very exciting, but come on, let's be honest here. They're not going to be nearly as good or as fun as a Shaq moment or an Allen Iverson or a D-Wade or whichever other awesome players are coming up in this one. Moving on to other Top Shot news. Well, there's not too much else right now. There's no challenges right now. We are expecting a WNBA run it back challenge, or two of them actually sometime pretty soon, but we don't know. Also, assuming that after the drop on Thursday, we're going to start to see some challenges from these run it back moments, which again, that's a whole other layer of which players would actually be the ones that you scoop up for challenges. Outside of that, we did get some, I guess, kind of alpha news from Allen from Top Shot on Thursday. He went on the Plunge Father show and discussed how there were released the information that the Genesis moments would be released sometime very soon that they would be going to auction sometime in the near future. If you don't know what Genesis moments are, they are the 151st ever moments minted on Top Shot. They are one of one each. They're single mint each. And they're actually minted in alphabetical order of teams, starting with the Atlanta Hawks, with Trey Young and John Collins being the first two moments. There are five per Team. And again, these are the first moments ever, ever, ever made on Top Shot. We don't have too many more details yet. It sounds like it's going to be soon. I think people are starting to ask, like, is that news going to you know, tank the market or a big buyer is going to come out of nowhere and start buying? Really hard to say. I have a lot of other questions as well that hopefully will be answered soon, such as which moments will be the first ones sold? What's the secondary market going to look like for that? What's the collector score impact going to be? Who's going to go for the most? Obviously, I guess LeBron, but is it going to be Trey Young? Because he's the first moment ever. And then also, will the hollow and legendary moments suffer at all, being kind of like the next moments down the list or down the pecking order? Also, in case you're curious and you want to know more about those Genesis moments, or rather the ultimate tier, which is what Genesis is part of, I'll give you a little bit of info. 
Ultimate tier has two types of moments, Genesis and Platinum Ice. Genesis, there's only 150 of them. They're, those are the only ones that will ever be made. But there is also Platinum Ice, which is three Platinum Ice moments made of every play ever on Top Shot. So every time a new play gets added to Top Shot, three Platinum Ice moments get added to it. And that includes the Genesis moments. So those Genesis plays also have three Platinum Ice equivalents. So for example, the Trey Young, the first moment ever made on Top Shot, the one of one Genesis also has three Platinum Ice copies. And those Platinum Ice copies make up the next 450 moments in terms of order of when they were minted on Top Shot. So that brings moments not 151 to number 600 in the pecking order of oldest Top Shot moments. No clue yet if those will come out anytime soon. So moving on to our Flow Fest preview. So you may have heard by now, we talked about it on the podcast, we talked about it on Twitter, it's kind of all over the place. Maybe you're in that Discord that has 40,000 people in it now. Flow Fest is off to the races. We kicked it off last week with the Flow team. It started on Thursday, I think, and this week it's gonna get heated. We got the content series kicking off tomorrow. So if you were at First Mint Fest a couple months back, you'll recognize this format. It's basically a couple days of streams. Tuesday, Wednesday, so the 12th and 13th is going to be all English language streams, and then early Thursday morning is going to be Chinese language. Lots of great content coming at you guys. I know a lot of people enjoyed First Mint Fest. They loved kind of just learning from a lot of the industry experts. There are no POAPs this time also, thank God. We got some great panels for you guys. We have What Can NFTs Actually Do, a panel about utility. We have NFT adoption in the mainstream, culture and entertainment NFTs, the future of gaming, and the creator economy of NFTs with some stellar names from around the flow universe lined up. We also have presentations, kind of short ones, like 10 or 15 minutes each from Chain Monsters, X Tingles, MetaGood, which is the company behind Chain On Chain Monkeys, Sturdy Exchange, Versus Auction, Mellow Studio, Nway Play, TuneGo, Everbloom, NFT Genius, Record Shop, and Blockleet. And also, probably the headliner of the show is comedian and musician Hannibal Burris, who is going to be doing a live set. That's right, a live set during Flowfest as part of a project called Jam, or rather presented by a project called Jam. So very exciting lineup. Other things going on at Flowfest, again, very similar to First Mint Fest. We're kind of running it back there ourselves. You come hang with us in the Discord. Like I said, it's already got 40,000 people, but don't be too intimidated. There's a lot of good stuff, a lot of fun and games going on in there. I've been taking the stage every morning at 10 o'clock Pacific along with Luke El Dumbo from Top Shot, and that includes today. So if you want to hear us chatting to a couple of the Flow projects, come join us in that Discord stages today at 10 o'clock. Also in that Discord, you're going to have booths for every partner. Again, very similar to First Midfest where you can go and ask them some questions about their projects, go link up with them, maybe take part in a couple giveaways. And then the biggest giveaway of all, is the mystery pack. So that's going to be unveiled a little later this week in terms of what it actually is. Basically, you can read between the lines here. It's a mystery pack. We have a bunch of flow partners at uh, the Flow Fest. Maybe put two and two together. If you've been listening to the daily stages, you have definitely gotten some of that alpha because obviously these partners can't hold themselves back and have to tell you what it is. Outside of the content series, towards the end of the week, we're going to kick off essentially what I've dubbed as drop season. Starting on October 16th, all the way to practically the end of November, there will be almost a drop per day on the Flow Network from different partners. That includes Record Shop and Chain Monsters and all those big names. That's Flow Fest. That's pretty much what it is in a nutshell. On the personal side, it has been a very interesting ride for us at the First Mint in terms of working with Flow, getting to know their team. Probably the most surprising part or the most revealing part to me is actually just how much is being built 
on the Flow blockchain. And they're not they're not paying me to say this part. Obviously, we we agreed that we would talk about it on the podcast. Obviously, we're excited about the festival, so we're going to talk about it on the podcast. But this part is not, you know, they're not force-feeding me these lines. I'm actually saying this quite legit. There's a lot being built on Flow. And we're just, what we're doing this week is just one little preview of what those projects and those NFTs actually are. I'm sure there's way more coming that even we aren't privy to that we don't know a lot about. Flow has been in development for a very long time. A lot of us already use Flow because we use Topshot and soon that's going to expand a lot. Probably Roham has hinted at non-custodial wallets, which would let us take our Topshot moments and port them outside of Topshot, which will be really cool. If you zoom out a little bit and you think about the one to like five-year timeline of Flow, that's probably the part that makes me most bullish on it. There's so much being built. We got Top Shot. We got CryptoKitties are going to be ported over. We have the NFL. We have all the projects I just mentioned. And plus, it seems like a project per day is being announced in terms of a huge intellectual property store or something like that coming onto Flow. My thesis here is what does that actually look like in like one to five years? Like how many or rather what percentage of NFTs in that timeline are actually going to be on Flow versus now? Judging from these projects... I think it's going to be quite a bit. And if you're kind of keen to learn more and you want to get a good look at like what else is actually going on in the Flow Network, I highly encourage you to come to FlowFest. Again, we're just one small part of it. Have to give kudos to the Flow, Flow team for doing all the fantastic work that they're doing. Come check it out this week. FlowFest, we'll be tweeting about it. Hope to see you there. And that is going to do it for us today, folks. Thank you for listening. Make sure you come check us out. Flowverse.co is where you can find the fest. You can go to thefirstmint.com as well. We're going to post up the link there and put it on Twitter. Otherwise, we'll see you Wednesday. Hopefully, I think we have time to record a podcast. Yeah, Wednesday. <laughs>